everybody hi friends it's our next podcast called my friend is a porn star oh my god i did it you fucking <laughs> did it <laughs> sally is on a mission you guys don't call me sally side saddle sally what was the other one something, to- something? talking in the microphone god damn it twat i can't hear you <laughs> You guys, I had a really good name for her. Hold on, let me pull up my let me pull up my notes. This is Alexis Monroe, and I'm trying to give her a name. But... Okay, so here's the thing. Um, my grandmother, who's amazing, she's just the most one of the most amazing human beings on this earth. She's hysterical. She's 80, but acts like she's 40. Why is this? Look at it. It's like my drink squirted everywhere. Why is this so sloppy? Look. You're getting off topic. Um, and no one can see that. And um, she sent me a text. So she can't really, like sometimes she has a hard time getting pictures to go through texts and all this other stuff. And so she's always asking me how to, to work her iPhone. So somehow she figured out how to listen to our podcast. And she sent me these texts saying she loves our podcast and she wants my name to be Goldfinger because I'm a lesbian, haha, her words. And um, then asked if we could do porn on Zoom. I mean, she's just ahead of her time, folks. She has no idea really what Zoom is. I mean, she kind of knows, but it's like she basically thought of live porn, but she didn't know that that existed. So I had to tell her. I am dying right now because the simple fact is, is that I was just talking about doing a Zoom porn call the other day, and all of a sudden, here's no name Nancy <laughs> calling me up, telling about her grandma wanting to do porno on Zoom, and I am dying laughing. Dying. Yeah. And we're also sorry about the last episode. I don't know what I'm doing, so I recorded everything fast backwards. Anyways, we are drinking more, so sorry if we're just wasted and drunk on this shit. I think you guys like me better that way. I don't know. We're going to get tacos. Yeah, we're going to get tacos after this. She's excited. I am so excited. She made me get her all of the cider. She loves a um, little shout out to Austin East Ciders. They make a very good product and she loves it and they can't get it um, in Denver. So, You guys, I don't want to be that bougie little person that flies all over the place for food and drinks, but I am. I don't want to be, but I am. Yes, she's going to fly in for sushi for one night. (laughs) I fly here for food and drinks all the time because it's way better than where I'm from. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good vacation. Denver needs to step it up. Yeah, their sushi game apparently sucks. Never had it, but... There is no sushi game. Yeah. They have nothing. Well, they have things. It's just not good. No, it's not even... That's not sushi. No. It's grocery store sushi. That's like... Ratchet Asian pussy in Tijuana. Nice. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so last time we had Hubby on, and we talked about a lot of things. It was a long episode. Um. So this is our sixth episode, and we've had a lot of support. I would say we're doing pretty great for just drinking and talking about sex and dirty things. I mean, a lot of people have downloaded it so thank you for all the people that are supporting us yeah you guys are awesome i love talking about all my fucked up fantasies and 
all my crazy stories with you all. Um, if you guys have anything that you want us to chat about or you have questions on any of our episodes, email us at myfriendisapornstar@gmail.com. Or you can just message me on social media. Yeah. And let me know. AlexisMonroe.co. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. AlexisMonroeXX yeah. on Twitter. I love it. Um, let's see. I had some topics that I wanted to talk about. And it kind of had to do with last episode. So um, we talked a little bit about gay sex. A lot of a lot about gay a sex. A lot of gay sex. Um, and you were mentioning that two men turn you on more than anything else. So in your private time, do you ever watch porn? You know, um, I wish I could say that I watched porn more than I do, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big porno watcher. Interesting. I wonder um, why. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know why, you can figure it out. <laughs> um... It really has to do, like, when I want to masturbate, Mm -hmm. I have a very small window. Yeah. It's pretty much like chicken nuggets are in the oven, there's a kid (laughs) screaming somewhere, my husband is gone, and the dogs are probably terrifying the neighbors at this Mm -hmm. point. So I usually have, like, five minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's usually, like, a quickie in my closet or, like... In your closet. Look, moms masturbate in all kinds of crazy places, Mm. okay? Mm. When you just got to get it done, you got to get it done. And I am probably one of the most strange human beings. Whenever I masturbate or I come, like with sex, I can't sleep. Like I just really can't fall asleep. Keeps you up. I it's like taking a shot of like five espressos mm-hmm. all at once, and I'm like wired and I am so motivated and focused. So typically, when I have like big projects or big days, I'll just do that, mm-hmm. and then I'm like super motivated mm-hmm. for the day to like get everything that I need done. So, um, when you masturbate, what is the goal? And by goal, I mean not to have an orgasm. But is it is it because you just really need to get off? Or are you just, like, stressed out? I mean, what's happening? Tell me. Um, well, I'm one of the very fortunate people that I get to masturbate a lot for work. Sure. So, like, with my OnlyFans, I usually shoot custom videos every other day. Mm-hmm. Every day, almost. Every mm-hmm. other day. So I get to do it for work a lot, but if I'm masturbating because I have a purpose, it's usually one, I need to wake up, or two, I am just like, I need to get out of my own head. So I feel like as women, we have emotions and we're very driven by those emotions. So a lot of times, like, I don't know, if I'm having a bad day or I'm really stressed out or I can't like clear my head no matter how much I try I try to read a book I try mm-hmm. to get drunk I try to take a nap I try to take a bath it just doesn't work and I don't like to waste a whole day because I just can't get out of my own head mm-hmm. I'll do that and then I'm like perfectly normal again it's kind of like pushing the reset button on my attitude so that's why a lot of girls will say like I need you to just like come fuck my attitude away because when you're in a bad mood and you have an orgasm it's like nothing matters. And specifically, mm. this is gross, but specifically when I'm on my period, that's like, yeah, it's like a daily thing. It like has to happen. But normally I just make my husband take one for the team and fuck me. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't mind. I'm like, I hate you. And he's like, oh yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm weird. I don't know. And I don't know why everybody else does it. Well, I know why men do it. Because they're weird. And yes. they just have boners all the time. But um, I think with women, it's... I, I've met some women that have done it out of pure boredom. Um, and it it's interesting to me. It's like, well, if you're that bored and you need to watch porn to get off, maybe you should try a hobby. So why are you masturbating when you're bored? First of all, I don't get bored. It's like I... I know what I want to do and then I just do it. And so then I'm not bored ever. Right. So when people, I'm like, and I've always heard the saying, if you're bored, you're boring. And I fucking think it's true. It's like, listen, figure out something to do. And if you, it's masturbating when you're bored, I, I don't get it, people. So I travel a lot for work. Mm-hmm. So I feature dance all over the country and I'm in random ass hotels in cities where I don't know people. And I'm not, I'm very adventurous, like I like to go out and stuff, but when I'm hungover, I don't know why, but it's like, I have to have sex when I'm hungover. Right. Like, I have to have it, or I just can't function. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I'm on the road and I'm hungover, it's like, basically masturbation marathon, because (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) But see, that's not because you're bored, like, you're doing it for something, like, I know people that just... But I mean, like, I'm bored in my hotel, and I'm hungover, and I'm like, okay, well, like, what is there to do? I'm not, you know, I don't, I can't go in the sun. I can't look at bright lights. It's not like I have friends to hang out with. I can't read a book, because my head is fucking pounding. Like, what am I gonna do? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you masturbate, and you feel better. And then I'm like, okay, now I'll go find food. But you're doing it because you feel better. I I think there are people who just do it because... They, they can't can. think of anything else to. If you're okay, you're just. I don't even know how to get bored because I have a kid and yeah. dogs and three no. jobs, so it's kind of like I maybe I'm missing it. I think people that get bored are a little weird, but that's just how I am. I miss. I was I'm also an only child, so I an only child can think of things to do easily. I just feel like you have so many things in life to do. Yeah, like I mean, you guys, if you live in a house, you've got a yard. You got shit. There to are do. always yeah. fucking weeds or right. dog shit piles right. or trees that need trimming or like let's just sweep the driveway right like, <laughs> like if my life consisted of okay i i'm bored and i'm gonna masturbate first of all i wouldn't get anything done second of all i it's just like god you are missing out on life i mean get out there Instead of beating your meat, everybody, get out there and do but, something. But hey, I do really appreciate those dudes that beat their meats in my OnlyFans. Because when sure. I am horny, yeah. I really... So this is like... Kind Sorry, of like I'm demarketizing your... <laughs> guilty, guilty pleasure time. When I do masturbate, I don't watch porn because I... I just don't usually have time. So I'll be like scrolling through some of these people's mm-hmm. chats on my OnlyFans that like I had been going back and forth with. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is a really hot idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Ping. Now I'm like in the mood. Oh. So I appreciate you guys and your fucked up fantasies. <laughs> well, I want to see an upskirt cream pie. Oh, God. All right, honey. I don't. Hubby, Blech. Blech. may I have your cream in my pie, please? That's so gross. Um... <laughs> I I don't watch porn and I think I've always felt weird because I know that I'm the abnormal person in this world because most people do watch porn and I will say that it's a hard thing um, for dating because 
when I meet somebody who watches a lot of porn, I'm I just I'm turned off. I'm like, well, you need a better imagination or a life because why do you do that every day? And this is women. So with men, I don't know. They have a whole nother fucked up brain. But with women. Can we just talk about how I accidentally stumbled upon my husband's porn history once? And I was like mortified. (laughs) Tell me. Are you allowed to say it? Um, I don't want to completely out him. Right. But um, I stumbled upon his, his porn search one time. And I was like, what is that? Why are you doing this? And I, I immediately was like grossed out. So I like tried to ignore it. I'm like, nope. I never saw that. Maybe it was an accident. Oh. Maybe it was like an ad or something. Okay. So, well, of course, then I got drunk and I was like, why are you watching this? And he was, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> so for the my whole life, I've known that my Wait. husband likes big booties. Okay. So, so that was his searches? No, it oh. was, it was awful. Okay. I was terrified, but he really likes big butts. So like, I imagine him masturbating to like oiled up big booties yeah, right, or like right. workout booties or like, you know, girls yeah. with big butts, sure, whatever. whatever. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You're a dude. You like tits. Maybe right. you like tits. Right. I, I don't know. But I, he likes a particular fetish and I was like, hmm. Well, I'm just, uh, Mm. well, so all you ladies out there, or maybe you men, have you ever stumbled upon your partner's collection of porn and immediately questioned your sex life? Yeah. I mean, I think you guys have maybe a different scenario, right? Than most people. I'm going to go ahead and say that we are the same as everyone else in this aspect, because if a guy is watching porn and his wife finds the porn collection and it is not at all what you thought. I think sure. that's pretty normal. No, like sure. what happens if you came into your house and your girlfriend was masturbating to like right. some fucked up big shit? Dicks, big and black dicks and you're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, that's so true. So you like walked in and you're just like, whoa, like just some outlandish mm-hmm. shit. Like don't get me wrong, I don't kink shame. I think everything is great. And sure. Whatever gets you off, that's great. Mm-hmm. But. Unless it's. I have a very vanilla husband and I have a very vanilla sex life in my personal life and we are very normal average sexual people Mm -hmm. that we just don't do these things and so I saw this video Mm -hmm. and I was like okay (laughs) yeah everyone's got their thing but yeah I so I guess if I if I had stumbled across that yeah, I would be weirded out because I'd be the, my first thought would be, well, what's wrong with our sex life that you have to look at that, and why is that so different than me? Yeah. Well, I was completely blown away, so I was like, okay, maybe this was just like a drunk thing, because you know, like when you're drunk and you're on the internet, or and a you curiosity kind of, thing. Well, and also you just kind of fall down the rabbit hole of the internet. Like it's like you click here, and then you click there, and mm-hmm. before you know it, you're watching like people's being set on fire, getting fucked in the ass, and whoa, it's just okay. like you. Well, it's not like you meant to see it. It's right. just like it's you fell in. Yeah. You fell into it, especially with like porn sites like XNXX or like Pornhub sure. or any of those. Like you click one video, and it leads you to like fifteen different other things. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe that's what it was. Well, I think it was just this particular video, and I've asked a lot of men because I feel like men watch the same video a lot, oh. 
And so I was like, okay, I'm going to check this history again to see if, like, it was a thing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't at all. Mm -hmm. It, like, never popped back up. So I was like, okay. It was probably just, like, one of those weird days. But I was very, like, Mm -hmm. whoa, we're having a crazy day today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think, and I think, yeah, I think I'm the weirder, the the weird person or the outlying edge case that, that's double negative, but uh, an outlier because, you know, I don't watch porn. And so I, I have a hard time with it because I'll meet people who most people do watch porn. Did I've you? only probably met, I don't know, maybe three or four people that I've ever dated that just didn't. And they were insane in other ways. But I don't know. I, I think it's, I have such a great imagination that I feel like porn is way below anything that I could ever dream up. And when I masturbate, I want to think about somebody I'm into. Right. So that other stuff is like, It's eh, like fill-in, yeah. I don't, yeah. I used to get so mad because my hubby would masturbate like every morning. Mm-hmm. And I would get so fucking irritated because I'm like, I am literally right, right here. here yeah. Like, I am right here. And I have three really great holes that could be filled at any given time. Okay, and I would get fucking is one of them your ear mad i prefer my nose okay but that's fine okay um i would get really mad and so i would go to like brunch with my girlfriends and i would bitch and complain and finally one day my girlfriend like slapped me across the head and she like physically assaulted me and was like can you just shut the fuck up about this already she's like you are so annoying she's like masturbating is such like an individual thing Mm -hmm. like you can't like hate on him for doing that and so it literally took me until I was 27 years old, 28 years old, to figure out how great masturbating is. Well, also, for how many times he probably masturbates, do you want to have sex that many times a day? Nope. And the thing yeah. was is that I learned to appreciate the times that he chose to masturbate because, like, we are very different in our sexuality levels. Mm-hmm. Like, we both enjoy sex, but, like, men with testosterone just want to have sex 24 7 and i'm really finicky and i'm a fucking brat Mm -hmm. and i'm just like you pissed me off two days ago you don't get any sex right and i'm just like so you're a woman i'm a brat and so i feel like you know masturbating is your way of like focus and it's Mm -hmm. like your way of just like for guys it's this is what i need to do sleep so it's like if you wake up in the middle of the night like any guy that comes he's passed out and snoring before you can even like clean the jizz off of your body right they're already dead ass asleep so i feel like i've learned to appreciate the times that we all choose Mm -hmm. to masturbate because i'm like clearly we're better at it like you know your body you know what you need you know how to get it done and it's no like questions asked kind of a thing But I was very naive at a young age thinking that, like, it was very awful to masturbate. Well, yeah, I think, you know, religion and society, it's a shameful thing. We don't, in America, we don't learn about our bodies really in that way. You know, like in other, they've done studies in Holland and Sweden and places where they have really good sex education. It's not a big deal. They have less sexual assaults they have less teen pregnancies because they're just open about it and i wish we could just learn that lesson but i really wish there was like a masturbation class there should be so one of my friends recently came out with a book and it's um he was a male porn star for a really long time and he came out with this book and it's basically like how to please a woman and Mm -hmm. it's for men it's like a how-to book and i haven't read it yet but this is one of the most experienced performers i'd ever worked with so i 
can't even imagine that it's terrible because he just knows what he's doing and he's just very, very in tune with himself and the way that his body functions and how women of all kinds function. And I think that that should be noted in our society. Like, I think people really need to learn more about how the body works. That's why there's so many fucking memes of like you know where is the clit and it's like this is right here like how did you not know this Uh, true story though i mean this isn't i would say mostly it is men right but women the the sad thing is is women are not taught this either and they have no idea that the clitoris is a sexual thing and i would say in some states you know it's obviously never talked about just because religion is just such a huge part of their culture and it's a shameful thing and whatnot and you shouldn't be um having sex unless you want to procreate and all that bullshit but um i've definitely been with some girls where they have told me because they were with men previously and this was in my younger days where everyone's you know i'm still people are figuring it out figuring out their sexuality but i've been with you know a good amount of girls that had never been with a woman or only maybe one or right very inexperienced and and they're like this is my first orgasm and i'm going you're 26 years old what in the fuck have you been doing yeah (laughs) what and 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 it's just it's sad but i i didn't i started masturbating i would say late probably at 19 right and i had my first orgasm at 19 yeah I mean, I was a little bit earlier than that, but I didn't start masturbating well, until very late in life. But I was sexually active, you know, that whole time. So I like, had my first orgasm with a girl at 17. My first orgasm masturbating at 8 or 19. Right. But I hadn't... I just think it's so crazy. Like, obviously I'm straight, so dick has always been my thing. Yeah. And so it took me a long time to feel comfortable enough because I think that as a female, I have worked with some amazing women and I had the opportunity to learn so much from them as like a sexual standpoint. But I've always been super self-conscious because I feel like as women, we are very in tune like with our bodies. Like we know what feels good. We know how we want it and we know like, oh, this smells weird or this feels weird or I don't like that or whatever. So I'm always like second guessing what I'm doing because in porn you can't tell your girl performer that you're working with, hey, my clit is actually higher. Right, or like right. you can do like subtle cues, but you can't have that conversation with them. And so it's a lot about reading body language and whatnot. So I feel like when you have intimate sex in your personal life, it's so much different. But I really do think that we need to learn more about sex as females because I'm still not completely convinced that I could give all women an orgasm. Some, not all. I'm completely confident. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) To everybody out there. No, no. Um, Okay, so maybe you could teach me. So, like, what's your trick of how to make a girl come? There's no trick. It's everyone's different, you know? I think, honestly, though, I think the best education, and I brought this up on another episode, is masturbation. And that is the problem, is that a lot of women don't. And so they don't know what they like. And honestly, it makes for bad partner in bed because if you don't know what you like yourself how the fuck are you gonna please a anybody else right and And yourself know how to communicate what you like which that's that's a terrible time in bed for everybody it's like i don't 
I, I want somebody who knows what they want and you know, all that. So, um, I don't know. I think for, for me, I, I know what I want and I know what I like. Um, and now at this stage in my old age, <laughs> I, it's, it's finding that, I guess, compatibility with mm-hmm. that. And I've had issues with that in the past of not having a compatible partner when it comes to sex. And when you're younger, I think it's easier to just go, I don't really know. And so it's fine. Right. As you get older, you know, and, and you know exactly what you like and what you don't like. And it's easier to weed out people. Right. You know? Well, and that's why I always say like, hubby and I have such a great sex life because mm-hmm. we just know. Like, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that there's nothing that he could p- physically do to me sexually in bed that I would be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Just because we are very, 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 very compatible. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. this is like our biggest area of trust, I think, in a relationship is it's very much like, yes, is it important that you can trust each other outside of sex? But when you're having sex with someone, it kind of has to be like an open... Yeah. It, you have to be very open, but you have to trust your partner. Yeah. And you have to like know that they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's like our number one area. I'm like, okay. Anything you want to do to me is fine. Yeah. I've, I think where I've come into issues is somebody not knowing and then later going, well, I think I might like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm too old for that. I, I like this right. shit. I know what I like. You better know what you like too. I don't want any fucking surprise. No, I'm not saying let's not experiment. I'm saying a total departure right. of... You know, you're, you're like, this is what I want to do, so yeah. let's, you know, experiment a little and try to make it enjoyable right. for both of us. Right. And let's just be honest, lesbian sex is not that intense of a, of a like, thing to figure out. It's, you guys can only do so many things. Oh, that's where she's wrong, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's not like, like, with dudes, I feel like they have very weird fetishes sometimes. And I just feel like with girl sex, it's not the same. You in would my think. experience. Well, you on guys, camera, I am everyone. a little bit intimidated right now. Like she's gonna tie me up and like electrocute me or something. No, <laughs> no. But you know, <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> there, there. I will say, there's just as many fetishes for women as there is for men. It's just that. I have got some weird fucking requests from people. I'm just saying, like, are women equally as obsessed with anal? I don't know if it's anal. Because my biggest fear in bed is that a dude is going to be so into anal that he's just going to stick it in my asshole without talking to me about it first. Well, luckily you don't have to worry about that anymore. I don't have to worry about that anymore, but it was a big fear. So I feel like women are really lucky because y'all are not going to stick a dick in in your girl's ass if you, like, haven't spoken about it. Right, but what you were saying is that there's limited ways to do things. Now, once you throw toys into it... I mean, all hats are off, right? So. Well, I mean, I just mean like with dudes, like I feel like they're very, because they're so, there's like the testosterone factor and whatnot. I feel like they're very dominating. Oh, yeah. They're dominating women, I know, because I am one. And I'm very like assertive in that way. I just mean like you both need an orgasm. You guys both have the same parts. So it's. Yeah, I will say that. Yes. So if what you're saying is that, you know having sex with men I guess could be somewhat scary especially if you don't know this person very well because you hear stories all the time where oh he was a nice guy and then all of a sudden I'm strangled and dead yeah so um 
Yes, that part, I, yes, will say that is accurate. But, I mean... You just don't hear horror stories of women no. beating each other up over sex. No, that's and definitely so not happening. And so I just feel like... I mean, maybe it has, right? But it's generally not the case. That's that's right. totally true. Um, but I there ha- are definitely many ways to orgasm as a female. Like, well, yeah. And there are many ways to acquire that orgasm, which I didn't know until I did my very first DP, was that I didn't realize that you could have an anal orgasm and a vaginal orgasm and you can Mm -hmm. have like an inside and an outside orgasm and I didn't know any of that until I had a DP and I had all three at the same time and I was like I think I died on the dick (laughs) and I can't walk and someone needs to bring me a stretcher (laughs) you died on the dick I mean I think I left my soul on set can someone find it for me (laughs) one time I I made a girl squirt and she had never squirted before and she freaked out squirting is a really it's yeah. like a really scary thing when you don't know what's happening i've never done it i don't i don't know if i can or maybe it's just minor so like, like i had a partner when i was younger this was like pre-porn and he was obsessed with squirting like he had to have it like mm-hmm. it had to happen mm. and i just i could never i never thought of it i didn't know it was a thing i had no idea what was going on so he like took me to the sex store and we bought a dildo and he's like i know for a fact this will work like, let me just use this dildo and I promise I will make you squirt with it. And I'm like, you're a fucking lunatic. Mm-hmm. And I was so, you guys, I was so not into it. When I first got into the industry, I was so scared and nervous about everything. And I was like, not open. And I drank way too many margaritas this day. And I was like, okay, fine. I will try this. So we used said toy and I did squirt and I was like, stop, stop, stop. I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee. And he's like, don't stop me. And it was like, we had an argument over this because I just kept stopping and he's like, don't stop. And I was like, stop it, stop it, stop it. Sounds super fun. And it was not an enjoyable experience, (laughs) but finally I did it. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. But I feel like it's that urge to pee that you're not comfortable with. Because, right. like, you feel you like you're going to pee. Yeah, and yeah. so you're like, oh, my God, it feels so good. But if you can just put in your head that you're not going to pee and it's okay and you can, like, relax. What if you do pee? Well, you do sometimes okay, pee. So it. you just have to come to terms with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel like if you're asking your girl to squirt on you, you're okay with pee. Sure. Yeah. So I just... I probably had that happen a couple times i've gone through this whole like pee fetish for a really long time so i pretty much just don't care so i was like okay this is fine but now like i don't care at all like i probably i haven't squirted in so long i mean by long i mean like i i can make myself squirt but like i haven't squirted on a real dick in so long mm. Well, maybe you should try it. Not at my house. My husband does not like it. No. Well, I don't like it either. So one time, I, I've i been with a couple people who can squirt. And one time, though, and usually people will say to you, hey, uh, this sometimes happens when I'm having sex, right? And it's sort of a preparation. So I go home with this girl, and I, I knew her. We had been friends for a little while, and... We're having sex and um, I'm doing her from behind and she's, because she told me that was her favorite position. So, you know, it's hot, whatever, we're drunk and um, all of a sudden it felt like the biggest water balloon just 
hit me in my torso and I was like, what just happened? She goes, <laughs> oh, sorry. Sometimes I do that. It's it, like, I didn't pee on you. And I'm like, I didn't think you did because it felt, it, I mean, it felt like an explosion, <laughs> but it was everywhere. And I was like, oh God. You're like, and so no. she's like, oh, let me get a towel. So she, it's always that awkward moment of you just meet or you just go home with someone and then it's like, do you spend the night or not? And usually I didn't feel super comfortable spending the night unless I had to right. because of drunkenness or right. car situations or whatnot. And so we're Was kinda, this one of those moments where you're like, bitch, get out? No, I was at her house. <laughs> and so I, so I, like, we're done having sex. We're kind of just talking in bed and, and she just goes, you know... It's so crazy to think that I almost died in this bed. And I go, what? And she goes, well, I slit my wrists last oh. year and my roommate found me in this bed. And I was like, yeah, I got to get up for work super early and some other things. This and is like the I most left. traumatizing thing I've ever heard. No, I left. Yeah. I would have a fit. I have so many bad sex stories we could go all day long we'll save those for another oh my day. god when we run out of states that'll be the next one. Oh, well, maybe we should just do one lesbian terrible sex story and then one- <laughs> and then one state every episode <laughs> oh my god oh. oh so i'm trying to think of like my worst sex story i don't know you guys i have been really lucky i've had a lot of bad yeah, sex stories good. I, I also don't hook up with randoms though, yeah either all of my sex has been in porn so like it's like horror porn stories because i don't hook up with people Mm -hmm. really outside of well that maybe we should do a state um don't pick a bad one i don't know what a bad one is uh okay let's see um last last episode we did michigan um have you ever been to kentucky I love Kentucky. You do? I love Kentucky. Okay, so it's not a bad story. It's a fun story. Okay. So I went to Kentucky during the Kentucky Derby, Mm. and the owner of this club that I went to had tickets to the Kentucky Derby, so we were going to go. Well, um, I had to... It was a weird... Normally, I dance like Friday, Saturday, or sometimes I'll do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but because of the event, for whatever reason, I was there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, or something like that, and... The first night I had to help judge a, a amateur contest. Amateur what? Amateur strippers. Oh. So baby baby strippers. You want to judge me later? I got to dance. I'm really <laughs> excited about it. You guys, this is going to be on my Kidding. TikTok. Kidding. And I don't even have a TikTok, but no. I'll record it for you <laughs> and you can love it. No, it's bad. Um. Anyways, so I had to judge this competition and I was sitting with the owners and the managers and I was hanging out, whatever. And this guy, he kept like walking by, kept walking by, walking by, walking by. And finally I was like, do you want an autograph? Because you've been walking by quite a bit and I feel like you don't know how to say hi. And so I'm just going to introduce myself. That's Hello, cute. how are oh. you? So he really did want an autograph and he was such a sweetheart. So finally he was like, um, do you think like maybe I could um, buy you a drink or something. I'd like to talk to you. And he was so scared, you guys. He was terrified. Which I really appreciate because I know how hard it is like when you're very nervous and you don't want to talk to someone to break out of your shell and do it. So I sat down and talked to him. 
Long story short, I was in Champagne with him for like six hours. Wow. Because he finally opened up and had so much to say. And it was very, very, very exciting and entertaining for me because I normally don't get to just talk in champagne rooms. It's like I have to dance or I'm doing shots or I'm twerking on other girls or whatever. Like, it's a workout in there, okay? (laughs) It is a workout. Wait, so I've heard you talk about this before where... You've said, you know, people just want to talk or whatever. What's the percentage of people that want your time just because you feel like they're lonely and they don't want sexual things? They just I'd want say, your time. I'd say it's like 50-50. Really? So like mm-hmm. um, normally people who want to talk get lap dances and they talk to you or like they buy your time at the bar. But usually they don't bring you to champagne. Like the guys who are really lonely just want to talk at the bar. And the guys that bring you to champagne are hoping that you'll fuck them. Got it. But I I'll got, remember that next time. <laughs> but I honestly like I am such a fortunate human being. I don't know if it's just my career or my personality or whatever. But I get a lot of really great entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, just people that own their own businesses and like are very motivated and very you know, well off in their life where they're comfortable, but they have the weirdest stories, okay? And I am just a talker. Like, once I get drinking, I can talk and talk and talk and talk. And I feel like strippers maybe, bartenders and hairstylists know everybody's secrets. I have so many secrets. Like, I could ruin a lot of lives if (laughs) I really wanted to, but I don't because they're so good people. Mm -hmm. So this guy was, like, telling me about his business that he wanted to start and how great it was. And he's like, can I send you some free products? You can test it out and tell me your opinion. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So we ended up spending this whole time together. Ended up that he came into the club and he was, like, asking the owner. He's like, can she come in early? I want to spend more time with her. So I didn't get to go to the Kentucky Derby because I was spending time with this customer at this at the strip club. Well, I have a shelf life of my attention span mm-hmm. and you know, two days is a lot <laughs> of time. <laughs> Mine's like ten minutes, so I am like, okay, I'm hanging on, I'm drunk now, like, okay, where are the tacos? So I brought in this dancer and it was awful. like she was not it she was not the one so I'm like okay um thank you for the dance please leave like you know I excused her and I brought in another one and wait the dancers were for him the dancers were for him because I was over it I was like I'm no longer talking and I need to break my jaw hurts like from talking so much so I brought in this next dancer and it was probably one of the most champagne fun champagne rooms I've ever been in my life. Like we had butt plugs and we oh. were chugging champagne and we were doing shots and he's like, you are a completely different human being than yesterday. And I was like, this is what you get. Yeah. And he ended up like, he doesn't really drink and he ended up drinking with us and it was so much fun. Do you we, still talk to him? I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. He still messages me on Instagram and okay. he's like, Hey, how are you doing? But I was at the infancy of the beginning of his business, Mm -hmm. and now his business has fucking blown up. That's awesome. And it's so cool. But I just, I'm like, I love when that happens. Like, when you meet someone and you have such a good time and it's a good story. Yeah. That I feel like that needs to happen more. Because I have so many bad stories that I'm like, oh, God. Right. But I did really enjoy the t-shirt and that he gave me, and I wear it almost all the time. And obviously you can't say, yeah. I cannot. Um, I think that's cool. Isn't that awesome? Like, have you ever just been to a bar or whatever and you just like meet someone yeah. and you look at them and they're very like shy looking or whatever, but once they like unfold 
you know, their confidence a little bit, you're like, wow, you're an amazing person. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, it didn't happen over two days and I didn't lap dance for him. So I think it's a little bit different, but <laughs> you could probably get to know somebody a little bit better. Well, I feel like when you're in a strip club, it's kind of like you, there are, it's just like, you don't have that scaredness. Sorry, I'm drunk. I can't talk right it's now. Okay. But you're not afraid. Like, you're there and you're, you're in a really vulnerable position. Like, my fucking tits and my pussy right. are in your right. face. Right. And I'm like, hi, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, where are you from? What do you do? And it's like, strippers and, and small talk go hand in hand. But I get really fucking sick of small talk sometimes. So I want to go deeper. And I'm like very intrigued by people so like i want to know your deep dark nasty secrets mm. in 30 minutes wow so like that's kind of like i want to know like your dirty dirty secrets i guess i wonder if i have i don't think i have any of those if you did i don't want to know oh yeah they would probably be really terrible because i don't i'm them. slightly scared of your sex life i'm not even gonna what? lie <laughs> get out of here you guys we are like normal friends so like when she sees me naked on um instagram or like whatever she's like can you please put on clothes and we don't just walk around naked she'd be like are you decent if she's (laughs) in my room yeah um but no it's no i feel like i am have a normal i don't know what that means but you know what i mean like i i don't have any crazy fetishes i do like um I like playing with toys. Um, but I, you know, I have to be into somebody. It's not like I just want to whip that out. It's like, I mean, I have, but over time I've learned, like, it's just not fun unless you're really into it with somebody and you trust and all that other stuff. Right. Um, I really like sexting. That's one of my favorite things to do. Same. Yeah. So it just builds it up and then... Well, I think that's why I like my OnlyFans and my Sex Panthers because, like, I get to sext all day long and then I'm so built up. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And then I just be like, hi, husband. <laughs> yeah, it, it's totally one of those things that gets you gets me going. Um, well, it's because but... it's, I feel like it's um, people mm-hmm. that use, like, one side of their brain over the other. Um, it is a proven fact that... You have a more of imagination if you use a certain side of your brain. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those people want to imagine yes things more than I others. A, yeah, I have a creative brain. So, so I, I'm, yeah. I'm very, very, very much the same. And I'm just like, I don't want to see, you know, I don't need to see like fake porn. I just right. want, I want to imagine you eating this or tasting that Lettuce. or whatever. Hamburger. And, you know, cream pies. Ice cream. Cream. <laughs> um well i so yeah i don't like i remember that i was dating this girl and she just all of a sudden sent me just full-blown vagina pick like you're like this was not like lips open and i was just like i just want to let you know that doesn't turn me on i i would rather see like a provocative photo where you're showing a little bit, it leaves more to the imagination. Right. That does not turn me on at all. You're like maybe a bra strap down yeah. or well, like a little butt crack or and something. And let's be honest, the vagina is sort of weird looking. So when it's just cropped like that, it sort of looks, it looks like a rusty ax wound or I don't know, gutted hamster or some shit like that. But loose meat sandwich, I could go on forever. Oh my God, I had a joke. What is your joke? 
A loose meat sandwich triggered that? Oh, God. I'm scared. Okay, so I got drunk really, 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 really drunk the other day. And I was um, I was texting her and I was like, okay, remind me to say this on our podcast. And because you said sandwich, it totally is a fix for okay. my joke. Good. So someone said that um, they wanted a nine-inch roast beef sandwich. Oh, boy. And in my head, I was like, there's a nine-inch long schlong in my roast beef sandwich. Okay. And I thought it was so funny when I, can... I was wasted. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a nine-inch schlong oh. in my chamois. Okay. And I thought it was so funny. And I wrote it down because I was like, oh, my God, I have to talk about this. And the next day, I woke up to read my notes okay well i can it hear everybody awful. not laughing this is the worst <laughs> fucking joke i've ever heard what is that it just goes to show how bad alcohol just, is for your it's just brain. a terrible story about genitalia it was bad but it was so funny at the time okay i woke up out of a dead ass sleep to write you that i'm glad you didn't become a comedian i am not funny <laughs> thanks uh, all right my roast beef and i are out yeah i love you we love you guys Thank you so much. Please. You are listening to My Friend is a Porn Star. I'm the Porn Star. Please subscribe. Alexis Monroe.